2: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes
1: and fees may vary
3: colorado little league state championship is being played this week tom i'm standing here with the little sluggers and some of their parents and i can't tell you how excited they are
1: this is the hot corner little stan march is the pitcher for the south park little league team mr marshy must be very proud of your son They've worked really hard to get here, Chris. And, you know, I don't like to really trash talk, but I don't think Denver has a chance. With Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. Oh, well, I'm sure some of the Denver kids' parents would disagree with you. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! South Park is going down! There ain't no way some little mountain kids can beat Denver. Not with my son on second base. On the Odyssey app. Oh, it looks like we got some parental trash talking going on here. Mr. Marsh, any comment? Well, I think that there's a... Uh... Mr. Marsh? Who wants to hear from a Mr. Marsh? I am the ultimate Little League trash talking father. I am the bad dad! Bad Dad Knows No Fear! And 1080! Bad Dad Knows No pain. I want you, Marsh! I want you! The fan!
2: Welcome in the second hour of the Hot Corner! If you're missing the first day. hour, you can download that Les Schwab Tires podcast and 1080TheFan.com, the Odyssey app, and wherever.
4: You get your podcasts, and I mean
2: wherever.
4: You know, I really am going to make sure we don't go into it, but I love just our job and how we can take Jalen Rose being on the TV for five seconds. Jordan talks about it for a minute with us, and then you and I essentially have a mini-segment on Jalen Rose yeah. for four minutes. And I was like, dude, we could have made that a solid like 15-minute segment, 20, stretch that out, if we wanted. If... We wanted to.
2: And I quote Joe Fisher. What do you want to do? Spend a whole segment
4: trashing the Oakland A's? Quote Patrick Harris, we just did. Oh, we'll do it. It doesn't matter how bad you are or how bad anything is. We can, we can <clears throat> two segments, three segments, whole hour.
2: Uh, 503-864-6326. That is the fan text line. Uh, we got fair or foul coming up here in about 30 minutes. So get your popcorn ready for that. Uh... A new city emerged today, and I, I mean, I don't keep a ton of tabs on this stuff. Like the Portland Diamond Project, as much as I support it and I'm i am all about it and I'm, you know, would die if there was a Major League Baseball team here. That would be fantastic. I'm not the kind of, I kind of let those stories go and just call me when something real happens is kind of how I view it. But today, you know, we've heard about Nashville and Vegas, which is going to be the A's and Charlotte, and, you know, Montreal wants a team back. We've heard these little things. You but we had, had a, your chance. But we, we, we got a new little nugget today, and that is a group has emerged out of Salt Lake City uh, being led by the owner of the Utah Jazz in a push for Major League Baseball in Salt Lake City. And what was interesting to me is my first reaction was not, what does this do to Portland? My first reaction was, that's actually a really good idea. Another West Coast team, Salt Lake City might be a more desirable market than Portland. The Utah Jazz get more free agents than the Portland Trailblazers. Maybe there's something to be said about that little Mormon town in the hills. Well, or do we just sit here and say, oh, my God, we're so boned. We
4: uh, lost all our chance. Now that Salt Lake City's is there, we're going to lose it. Well, I, I will say that one thing that is not working in Portland's favor that's working in Salt Lake City is that one of the most famous baseball movies of all time was filmed in Salt Lake City. Dun, dun, And, dun. and Ogden, which is in Utah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Deep Ties. Do you know what movie that was? I'm going to go with... Jordan? Care to take a guess? Mm. One of the most famous baseball movies of all time. I'm going to go with The Natural. No. Ogden, Utah. For the love of the game.
3: No. Uh, Eight Men
4: Out? I don't know. No. We're going with Sandlot, baby. Oh. Oh, In Utah. And it's really sad because the field is not like... They totally hype it
2: up like that movie's in California.
4: Uh, 100%, yeah. But the field is not in great shape anymore, which is unfortunate. Um. Hopefully, they've redone it and made it look better. But anyways, Utah knows their baseball, essentially. I mean, and to give them credit, they've got some good fans out there. <clears throat> they got, uh, I mean, the Jazz are a great fan base. Great fan base. Huge supporters. Utah, um, University of Utah Sports, like, they follow everything. Their gymnastics are one of the most highest-selling Sporting events in the entire state every year. They pack gymnastics, I'm telling you, for the right. Utes. Like, <clears throat> it's insane. They're one of the most successful sports programs. So, when you want to talk about a market, you know, as much as I love Portland and we do a great job of getting behind our teams, no doubt. Without I mean, a doubt. I mean, I Timbers will, fans
2: might be the best fans in the MLS. Blazer fans, I mean, how long were we selling out games? Yeah. I've when wa- we
4: sucked. We can hold Portland up to just about any. Market and saying that we have the best fans here as far as following our teams, Ducks, Beavers, all of them, Ducks. Um, <laughs> heyo, <Go> and
2: <laughs> sorry, I just had to.
4: So, like the governor is behind it. He mm. came out with a quote, like when you've got the governor of your state, like he's like, yeah, we can do it. He's very confident that he can make it happen. That when you see those quotes coming from politicians in the state, that's where you're kind of like. Wish we had that. <laughs>
2: well, and I th- I think, you know, I heard the boys, Dirt and Sprague, talking about this this morning. I mean, the news about Salt Lake City hadn't come out. They were just kind of kind of mentioning it a little bit. Uh, Salt Lake City is in a very similar position as Portland in the sense that you've got one big draw in town, and that is your basketball team, the Utah Jazz, the Portland Trailblazers. You've got BYU, which is wannabe Notre Dame light. And you've got Utah that's been a very successful program, at least football-wise. You know, they've, they've been okay basketball-wise over the years, too. They got one of the longest-tenured coaches at Utah in the pac twelve. But what you, and you've got Real Salt Lake, which is a very, very popular fan base in terms of the MLS.
4: And I was zoning out uh, because I got in a Salt Lake uh, Sandlot thing, but they have a Triple A team in Utah as well. Yeah. And I I, think the B's, right?
2: Yes. I I think, you know, what Dirt and Sprague were talking about this morning was you need something like this Major League Baseball team to push the needle of your basketball team. Yes, Like, that is why Portland would benefit so much from a major league team is it would push the Blazers to do something. Because when you get a capitalistic guy in the room who's just crunching numbers, he's going to say, you know what? It doesn't really matter if we're good or not. People still come and we make money. Everything's fine. But if you get another professional program in of the of the status of the Big Four, that's going to push you. And that's going to push the Utah Jazz to be better. You know, that's going to keep Real Salt Lake on their toes trying to do stuff like that. And I wonder if Salt Lake City, if I can pull all the biases out of my head, and if I'm Rob Manfred, does Salt Lake City not make more sense than Portland?
4: Well, if he takes a, a tour, actually shows up to Portland, then that, that might <laughs> that might be the deciding factor. That right is a there. big one, huh? <laughs> but the flora and fauna here is just so beautiful. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty damn appealing over there. And I, I wish this... Because also, when you do think about this as a catch-22 as far as like scheduling, it's like, well, baseball and basketball, NBA, MLB schedules, they don't collide too much. It's like, no. well, if uh, your team is fighting for the playoffs in the NBA season in March, April, when the MLB season is starting for a Portland team... Right. And... Quite mm. frankly, there isn't that decided, like, you, the team doesn't suck. <laughs> so people are like, oh, well, I'm not going to the MLB games. Like, if you're fighting for ticket sales in March, April, June, like, that's a, yeah, you know, don't you think the Blazers would feel that pressure? Like, damn, they're they're selling their stadium out. The the Portland whatever baseball team up the road, they're getting ticket sales March, April, May, and Blazers, Blazers right now, we're struggling. We need to get mm. more seats. Si- Totally, dude. I could one hundred percent see that. And in October too. Fingers crossed. Future Portland team is playing in October. But again, if you got a team in October playing good baseball versus Blazers starting their season, which one are you going to go to? And let me ask this: What do you think? You know, I know we're up against it, but what do you? What do you think
2: is going? What, what do you think overall for your city is better? Okay, so let's take Salt Lake City and let's take Portland. Okay, both have NBA franchises. Both have MLS franchises. Neither have NFL franchises. Does a Major League Baseball team move the needle better, better for your town than trying to put a baseball team in Nashville up against the NFL, in Charlotte up against the NFL? Like, yeah, your NFL team is king for sure, but does your baseball team kind of fall off the edge a little bit? Because at the end of the day, if there's a baseball, if there's – if there's a World Series baseball game in Charlotte and the Panthers are playing Panthers are playing the, uh, I don't know, the San Francisco 49ers on Monday Night Football, who's getting better ratings and who's going to more games? The answer is probably the NFL. It's probably football, yeah. So if you can sit in Salt Lake or Portland and you've got baseball versus basketball, that feels more like an even blend.
4: Well, uh, and I, I feel like some of these markets are... Dude, they're high. Like like <laughs> Nashville needs a whole stadium for the Titans. Right. And then they have a team right downtown, their Triple-A team. Yeah, it's right downtown. So, like I I don't know what's going to happen there. I feel like and that stadium
2: I, could not be a Major League stadium.
4: Yeah, not going to happen. Um you mentioned Charlotte, they don't even care about their NBA team. That's the truth. So, and I understand their like, football team sucks, like, and they do not care
2: about their bas- basketball team. I mean, that basketball team might suck more.
4: I talk we, we talk about it with the the boss here all the time. And he's like, "Yeah, everybody over there cares about North Carolina or Duke. Like, no one yeah. cares about the Hornets anymore." College basketball
2: is that, and then you get to Clemson and you get to NC State and football or, or whatever you want. To, whatever you want to look at, so Coastal let's,
4: Carolina. Let's go. Well, again, like, doesn't Coastal Carolina have a good baseball team?
2: Yeah, they do. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We're screwed. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting just to kind of keep tabs on this as another city emerges, and it might be one of the better, better options I've heard, you know, but does Vegas blow it all up for anybody on the West Coast? So it'll be interesting to kind of watch and see how that unfolds, and as new information comes out, we will keep you updated. When we come back, which home run team celebration are you kind of digging the most right now because this – This is the new future of Major League Baseball. It's how your team celebrates a home run. I think you know my answer. It sounds kind of like softball, if I'm not mistaken here. We'll get to that next. Joseph Fisher, Patrick Harris, Jordan Schultz behind the glass, 1080 the fan.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries,
1: It's always baseball season. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on 1080 The Fan. 822
2: Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. We are live from the shadows of the historic Fremont Bridge. I got Dodgers-Giants game on the television right now. It's 3-3. Kershaw's getting through his third time through the lineup. and He's kind of floundering a little bit, but I'll tell you what's massively impressive. Pitch clock plus Clayton Kershaw is real fast at bats. Did you? real fast at bats did
4: you see his like spastic pitch he threw the other night yeah
2: what what was that well i think he's kind of struggling with how fast he's got to throw he's like going faster than he should yeah like oh man i got to get this out it's like yo bro you got like 5 6 seconds left
4: i didn't look into why he did it i just saw what like the throwing motion i was just I mean, like he's, what the hell was that i mean he's first ball hall of famer when he he's he's he's, he's He's in the
2: top five greatest lefties of all time, and he's in the top ten greatest pitchers of all time. He's just getting
4: old. What are his uh, stats in the pitch clock era, though?
2: You know, we're getting that in ten to fifteen years, right? Uh, that's fine. That's fine. But if you're going to bash Kershaw for his two, maybe three starts in the pitch clock, then you better believe that the Tampa Bay Rays are really good. Bum, bum, bum. Fair foul coming up in about ten minutes. Uh, having a little fun with this. If if you haven't noticed. Uh, the team celebration in baseball for home runs is getting kind of a uh, serial, as the kids say, super serial. About you Man need bear need props Pig. now, apparently. Props, you, you, the props. Oh yeah, jackets, jackets. Yeah, like I, re- I remember a couple years ago. Staffs. Toronto started the Toronto started the big jacket. It was this huge look looked, looked kind of like a Hall of Fame jacket, and there was. Goofy pins and embroidery and all this.
4: Yeah, I saw a picture earlier. Crazy that, stuff
2: on that. And then you know, Mike Trout came out with the cowboy, the the giant cowboy hat for the Angels. Whenever someone hit a home run, Mariners Darth hat. But yeah, yeah, the, old the Darth Vader, ugly yeah, colors, the ugly colors. Ah! Uh but teams are really fully embracing it now. And I, if I'm going to be honest, I think it's fun. I mean, I don't care. I made the joke that it's a little softbally, but Joe said it best in the break. Unless they're chanting U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no ally by you ugly in the middle of at bats. I think we're okay.
4: Yeah, they. I will say though, the softball uh, girls they they got those chants down. Like, oh, they they this round. It ain't cheerleading chants. Like they they've got them like a whole. It's like they've almost been studying those longer throughout throughout the week than the actual like game film. Right. Like. How fast is this girl's riser? I don't know. I don't know, but ugly is spelled U-G-L-Y. But best believe we're going to be in our kitchen, all right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, there's... uh, What kind of started it for me, this season at least, was not even in the MLB season. It was in the World Baseball Classic Mm. when Great Britain celebrated by putting on a damn crown and a cape and a scepter. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, all right, that's genius. That's great. Especially for Great Britain. If World Baseball Classic, they start implementing... Uh, you have to. <laughs> no, well, celebrations for like that are related to your country. Oh yeah,
2: like a sombrero for Mexico, cowboy hat for America would be great. That would be great.
4: A Maga hat. For, oh wait, <laughs> wait. Um, but what is it? Actually, speaking of like, um, you know, I don't know because they're doing it because of Shohei, but like the Angels, they have the Kabuto. Well, that, well, that's helmet. what I was
2: going to say. They used to have the. They used to have the uh, cowboy hat that Mike Trout would. Was really the only one that ever put it on for for home runs, and now they've got a straight a Dude. Kurosawa <laughs> samurai
4: helmet. I think it is called a kabuto to be um, culturally appropriate here. And and the thing is, though, is like. Anaheim is
2: now having fun saying, we used to do the cowboy, it is not called a Kabuto. No, that's a Pokemon. Yes, uh, it is also not a Pokemon. No, it is. Kabuto is a mask.
4: I'm looking at it right now. Um, We just offended like a whole... No, it is a Kabuto. K-A-B-U-T-O. That's just Google SEO, all right? That's Google trying to get me into trouble.
2: um, But I think it's cool that... Anaheim can look at it and say, we used to have a cowboy hat because Mike Trout's our guy. Mike Trout's not our guy anymore. It's <laughs> Shohei Otani. So let's move to the samurai helmet and Mike Trout's the first guy that gets to wear it. And He's like, see? Shohei who? And then Shohei hits a bomb, and he's like, oh, dang it, he's got it now. And struck him out during practice. Yeah, but I saw the Braves now have, like, a giant foam batting helmet, and I can't help but think they're making fun of the Mets with it because of David Wright. Like, it just looks like they're making fun of the
4: Mets. Well, someone in I think the, this stuff's cool. Why not? Someone uh, wore the big hat in the NFL, um, Brian Robinson of the Washington— um, what are they? The commanders. That's right. He wore the a bullets. Big, yeah. He he wore a big hat and, like, a, I say big, enlarged hat, like put into a, what is it? A honey, I enlarged the kids. Ray. Honey, I blew up the kids. There we go. That's what the That's m- what third movie is called. Blew up the kids. Yeah. That <clears throat> one second movie, excuse me. One of those rays. And, um, yeah, no, they wear a giant hat, but that is not the best. You know what the best one is. Hit me. The Orioles. And the, it, I don't know what it is. Oh my God, Patrick! How, have you not seen? I haven't seen it. I'm not watching a ton of Orioles games, Joe. Have you not seen the Dong Bong? I have not seen.
2: Excuse me, the Dong Bong. No, slowly you, repeat that. Can you can, can can you keep your hand on the dump button? Yeah, real we're quick, gonna Jordan?
4: appreciate that. Yeah, some might call it the Homer <clears throat> Hose, oh, but God. it needs to be named the Dong Bong. The Orioles, whenever they hit a home run, they just they pull out a beer bong, and it's. It's usually like you know. I think it's just water. Some Bud Light, water or game. Gator- <laughs> Hell no, Bud Light. Not in my country. Some Bud Light. Nah, um, eh, it's probably like water or Gatorade Screw Bud Light. Or I'm like switching that. to Bush. Yeah, dude. If you just look up on Twitter, home run celebration, you're seeing nothing but black and orange, baby, because it's nothing but the Orioles, <laughs> and they're doing their bong right there. Oh my God, it is a bong. <laughs> it's- it's like a beer bong, but I ho- I really hope it. They're hey, sneaking beer into the. If this was the late
2: fifties, early sixties Yankees, you know Mickey Mantle's chugging that a is beer a beer, one hundred percent. He showed up.
4: David drunk, Wells yeah. in the late nineties—that's a beer. Well, I mean, we're not far off from that Red Sox mm-hmm. uh, fiasco: chicken where, and beer and video yeah, games. Exactly. That was like ten years ago. I feel. Yeah, dude, it cost the best manager in baseball <laughs> his job. I don't know if you all <laughs> been to Red
3: Sox games. That Popeyes is a uh, walk
2: right across, right the across the street. the street. I mean, it was pretty hilarious you just send some club attendant over there and you get what you need yeah it's like this is obviously happening that scene in bull durham he needs to sacrifice a live rooster and they just get a full bucket of kfc instead by the way i think that someone god why am i not a baseball player oh i pitch oh you don't need me today sweet i'm gonna get loaded eat some fried chicken and we're playing gran turismo three
4: so someone did some research
2: on the actual... Super ca- Smash Bros? No, nah, I don't play that game.
4: Uh, someone did some research I got a on- pitch tomorrow. Oh, damn you. Um, on the Kabuto that the Angels are wearing when they hit a home run, it's $5,800. That Of course it is. That Samurai Kabuto headwear that they're wearing. I'm sure Mike Trout bought it. He was like, guys, screw the base- screw the cowboy hat. Look what I got. 770,000 yen... That converts to $5,777. Chump
3: change. Chump change. Because Otani's on their team, that's not cultural appropriation? No, correct. Wait, wait, wait. So Absolutely not. As long as you, not. you could have a bunch of guys from the Dominican, Venezuela, Americans, but one Japanese person on your team makes it so those white people and those fans they can. Dude, what the hell Dodgers, the world Dodgers what are living in the Dodgers
2: can't put a sombrero on unless uh Julio Urias is on the team. That's you know? what I'm saying. So why is have it okay one. for
3: Mike Trout dude, to wear this token. Kabuda?
4: Because he's got a buddy. He's nah, got his token nah, Japanese nah, 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 nah. buddy. Uh, I got this Japanese
3: buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Well, I know a black guy. When the Japanese buddy is the best player on your team and the best player ever, then yeah. <laughs> the best player ever.
2: Good God.
4: Watch watch out for that uh, trade at the deadline for Narz, uh, Lars Newtbar,
2: by the way. Dude, Lars Newtbar is the jam. I love that, dude. I'm way obsessed. I love with that, that. The pepper hit... grinder? Come on, dude. That's great. I love that. That's we have great. A white... No
4: cultural appropriation there at all. I love how we have a white Japanese player named Lars. <laughs> yeah, dude. Lars Newtbar. Yes, just fantastic. Like, just, it's like,
2: come on. All right, when we come back, everybody's favorite, fair or foul, is next. But first, my man Jordan with sports. After the end of a good fight,
5: you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor, you are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
2: Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball
1: your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks parts used with permission. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan.
2: All right, this is Fair or Foul. We do it every single Wednesday at 8.30. And without further ado, we turn this over to our fantastic producer, Mr. Jordan Schultz.
3: Thanks, guys. thought I picked a few good ones this week. I got four. I got four again. All right, we'll go. have to hustle.
2: We're already against it because oh. this show sucks. Well, it's classic Fair or Foul, though. Classic. Good,
3: good thing I didn't pull any audio, so I'll just go through them really quickly. Ooh. So, Texas Rangers 7-5 and five, tied with the Angels atop the AL West right now. Surprising sum to start the year. Fair or foul, the Texas Rangers will make the playoffs. Fair or foul, the good old Rangers of Texas will make the playoffs, you guys.
2: <coughs> Sorry, I just choked on something. Uh, this is a hard foul for me. Uh, I think this team has the potential to be the third best team in the division. Uh, I think, dependent on what Anaheim looks like, um, if they can pull something together or if they pull the shoot and bail and trade Ohtani. Uh, I think there's a good chance that Texas, even though they have had a really great start, I do love I do love their starting pitching to an extent. But Seager's now on the DL for four weeks. Marcus Simeon, who knows? He had one great year in, in Toronto, and now we're supposed to believe it. I love Nathaniel Lowe at first base. I think he's a super value player to have on your team. Uh, foul. Foul. I, I, I think this team, at best, is the third best team in the American League. And I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, if if the East is going to put in Tampa and New York, the Central is going to put in the Guardians, and the West is going to put in the other ones. Yeah, I just, I don't see it.
4: Uh, Well, if we go back to our spreadsheet here, none of us had the Rangers make the playoffs, so I'm going to stick to that for now. Foul. Because... I I do worry about their starting pitching as well, but I think that if they're what I've seen so far in the teams that are above five hundred that probably are a little surprising to us, Rangers, Angels, Pirates, Diamondbacks, the Cubs to an extent. Like out of those five teams, the Rangers and the Angels, the pitching is actually holding up for them. Right. Now, granted, they just lost today to the Royals 10-1. So, <laughs> And then you have you know dudes like Nathan Ivaldi and John That's Gray your number two. Number two is Nathan Eivaldi. And Andrew Haney. Who used to be the ace in Boston, and they suck. Yeah, and Andrew Haney. And then you know you do have Martin Perez, who has been just a stalwart for you sure. for a long time. So you do have that to hang your hat on. And then obviously Jacob deGrom. I feel like their bullpen is not that bad, actually. Sure. Sure. Um, so I say foul, but there's bochi and Bochi, True, uh, Rangers fun, interesting watches here, though for sure. Yeah, yeah. wake me up, friend, <laughs> May ends. Yeah, that's
3: what they are saying <clears throat> for sure. Thirty-eight year old Ian Kennedy in the Rangers bullpen. I don't know if uh, many people oh, do that. Like oh. uh, that's a throwback, Oof. guys. Wow, for Yankee, former Diamondback. Wow. Uh, I had that
2: guy in a fantasy team in the aughts. No way.
3: <laughs> way <laughs> back when, right? All right, uh, number two, fair or foul. We've been talking about him throughout the show. The Tampa Bay Rays having one of the best starts in baseball history. But will they end up having the best start in baseball history, fair or foul? Let's give you guys basically two teams have tied for 13-0 to start the season, the 82 Braves and the 87 Milwaukee Brewers. So they need two more games, two more games to be the best team ever with a 14-0 start to a major league season. The Rays
4: will do that. Fair or foul? I say foul. I say they will sweep Boston. They will complete the sweep tomorrow, 10-10 a.m. And then first game in Toronto will be the loss. They will not be able to tie the record. Do you have... They're probables. Schedule. Oh, probables? Oh. Well, against Boston, uh, ESPN has them at scrolling, scrolling, finding out now. Scrolling, scrolling. scrolling. Uh, 73% to win. They're a minus sorry, one. Sorry, sorry. They're pitching probables. Oh! Jeffrey Springs, who we brought up earlier, Beat who's tomorrow. Great.
3: And then you got Perez v. Luis Garcia on Friday in Houston.
4: Yeah, you got Corey Kluber <clears throat> pitching for the Red Sox tomorrow. So, Boom. Yeah, give me Klub 2016 called. Yeah, give me give me the Rays tomorrow and then on Friday, yeah, you got Drew Rasmussen against the Absolute gas can this year, Jose (laughs) Barrios. I am going to stick with my uh, foul and say that they won't do it. But uh, I am not encouraged by that anymore. Yeah, starting pitchers.
2: I I, got to ride this train. Um, I think they could get into Toronto. Toronto's going to be the best offense they've seen. Toronto has already won six games when losing in the ninth inning this year. So like they're in really good spot hitting wise. But if Jordan Romaro comes on the mound. In a close game for Tampa, I, I I'm I betting the farm on the Rays. I'm betting this building's rent on the Rays, you know? Uh I, I think I mean it's baseball. Anybody can lose to
4: anybody. Right. But I think to to be the Rays guy that I am this year, I think I'm gonna stick to this. I'm gonna go with the Fair. Saturday and Sunday, uh they will go up against uh Yosei Kikuchi and Alex Manoa. So a little and bit better picture. Who does there. it say is thrown against Manoa? Uh Fleming. Oh, against
2: Manoa it's McClanahan. See, I love that. Yeah. Like you're going to get their best guy and they're going to throw their best guy.
4: I love that. But yeah, on Saturday Josh Fleming against Kikuchi, so that, that and that could be the game. That that, is, that, yeah. That could be the game. All right. I think they'll go 14 and 0 just
3: to add my little opinion there at the end. I think Nobody asked now, you, Jordan. But, uh, not in a month. Well, I don't care. I'm <laughs> giving it anyway. 62 and 0. Yeah, no. Never. Uh, all right third one. Losing the first round. In MLB the show, I will. Damn it. That's right, and you'll hit 100 home runs. All right, fair or foul, Jared Kelnick has officially shaken off the issues of his past and settled in as a major league hitter. He's hitting three fifty three homers, five ribbies, looks a little more comfy at the plate. Do you think
2: that is fair or foul? He I'm has a, become a comfy major league hitter. I'm going to jump in on this real quick. <clears throat> as much as I'm rooting for him, I, 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 I got to see it late. I got to see it in big games. I got to see it. I got to see it in July on a late Tuesday night in Seattle. You know, it's like one of those nights. It's been raining all day. It's like 52 degrees out by the time the game starts. I need to see this more. I need to see what he looks like when the rest of the team is together. I'm not rooting against him. I don't think he's going to be bad. But for the sake of this conversation, uh, I am in no way, shape, or form. Ready to say if Kelnick has shaken off the head
1: issues.
4: I am going to go fair because I basically said so earlier in the show. <laughs> I don't that. think you're wrong in saying it. I think, I think I'm, think i if anything, being, like, keeping it close to the vest. And if you're crushing 480-foot dongs, then... Um, <laughs> You know, absolute bomb yeah, mammoth right. blasts that was insane um, the only guy
2: who's hit a bigger home run than you this year is Giancarlo Stanton that's all that guy
4: does yeah is hit 480 <laughs> plus home runs eh, 470, 470. Don't, 70. don't give him that too often. what a slacker yeah I say fair just because he's had a great start to the season I think that it's been a consistent start to the season and Quite frankly, he's at that point in his career where I think you got to start seeing things come to fruition. So I think with a start like this, it's hard to just think that he's going to fall off a cliff again. Again, we saw the flashes earlier in his career, but it wasn't, I feel, as consistent as this and as good as this either. So fair. Let me some Jared. Let me some Jared. Well, you need to because it doesn't seem like anybody else wants to do anything. At Team this sucks. Point besides blow it up. Him and Thai France.
3: <laughs> well, let's let's hold off on the blow it up calls yet. <laughs> uh, not not quite there. All right, last fair or foul. We talked about it earlier in the show. Salt Lake jumping in the conversation, trying to get a baseball team in their city. Fair or foul, Portland will eventually get a Major League Baseball team. Fair or foul, remember, the Portland Diamond Project started back in 2017, so this is now year six.
4: What do you think? Oh, God. Um, <sighs> why, do, why do we do this to ourselves? What? What? Why god why uh fair why? you know what fair this city needs something positive um i feel like this city has hit somewhat of a rock bottom and we're getting to the end of that rock bottom fingers crossed And, Jordan, I said this to you earlier, like, what kind of Portland fan are you if you don't just have endless hope for something that's going to happen that never does? So um, I say fair. Portland is a much cooler city than Salt Lake City. Me and Rashad talked about that on Sports Sunday at one point. And the text line agreed with us that Portland is much cooler than Salt Lake City. For sure. You can buy alcohol on Sunday. It wins every time. Rashad, of all people, said that Salt Lake was cooler than Portland. So I don't know. If I can't buy alcohol on a day of the week, you instantly lose. He must have had a great night in um, Ogden or something. I in Provo! Yeah, in the state of Utah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, give me, I don't know, sure. Okay, Portland, yeah. Uh, we'll make this a clean sweep
2: of me disagreeing with Joe all through fair or foul. I'm going to go with foul. I think this city is so poorly run, and I think this city is such a joke. On the large landscape, that I am starting to question if this team even could support a major league baseball team. In fact, I feel that way so much. I live in the burbs in a different state. Well, uh, I will say foul. I think I think there are too many options coming on the table that, if you pull your biases aside, are better options than Portland.
4: And uh, it kills me.
2: I I don't want this. But I, I just, I think Salt Lake is a better option than We're Portland. We're the negotiating chip
3: for MLB. That's all we are. That's all we are. I hate to say it, but Montreal, you're, which we haven't brought up, is a better option. On. Yeah. So many others.
2: I don't know if Nashville and Charlotte are better options, but Vegas and Salt Lake City are
4: better options. Mexico City is a better option than Portland. Someone just hit a dong in LA, uh, San Francisco. Max Buncey, three-run home run. a lot. Second alive. of the game. Whoa, uh, I just looked over. The score was 3-3, and now it's 8-3. That'll um, do it. Um, I and I will say with Portland, uh, hey, if we need some real estate, I know Fourth in Washington is going through some problems right now and right downtown. Um, so you know, you want to look at some smack real, dab right in the center, really cheap real estate. <clears throat> then uh, yeah, I would hit those guys up, the Menashes.
2: All right, that is Fair or Foul. We do it every single week. Did at we have one more,
4: or was that it? No, you said he
2: had four. no. I had four. Sweet, that was four. Right. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. The Hot Corner, ten eighty, the fan. Uh, for you basketball fans out there, Pelicans Thunder. Thunder are up one hundred and ninety-six, about eight minutes to go. Clearly a lot of defense going on in that game compared to what we saw in the Eastern Conference. Patrick,
4: what what happened to the good old day of just doing some bath salts, huh? That's the truth,
3: dude. Clearly such an important game. Clearly. Oh. Great basketball. What's going I'll on? never forget Imperative. I'll never
2: forget my buddy. Growing up in high school, still a really good friend of mine to this day. He was very critical of whenever me and my friend, me and our friends uh, smoked pot, which we didn't do a ton when we were young. Definitely smoked a ton in college, but didn't smoke a ton of pot when we were young, but we definitely dabble in it from time to time. As he should have been. And Devil he was very, work. very critical of us. And his dad, even one time, called my parents. Oh, boy. To tell them that I was smoking weed. Devil's lettuce. Those two smoke more pot than I know of anybody. Of course. Now. And that's kind of what it is. Remember when we were told that that stuff was super bad? Well,
4: guess what? Trank is a lot worse. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> hey, just a quick shout out to the 6 Like, people give that me are some listening. clean blow, and I'm like riding the high
2: life because uh, I ain't doing the fentanyl.
3: Uggs like, are better than drugs, right? Uh, shout out to Willamette on Week. What kind of drugs you <laughs> uh, exactly, it's like that is not true.
4: It's on what you got. Willamette Week and uh, their authors—I don't remember the names—but they basically shut down an open-air fentanyl market that was happening like right downtown over the last couple weeks, just because you know they <laughs> reported on it. Which, what a concept! Well, because right? the
2: borders are open, that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. So. All but the way up here in Portland, Oregon.
4: That's why I make the joke, what happened to the days of bath salts? Yeah, that's the truth. Because now we're injecting animal tranquilizers into our <clears> body. <throat> but I
2: will say this, you know, I've got a lot of friends that are teachers. And you know what? The, the sobriety movement is huge in the youth right now. Like... Kids don't drink alcohol as much as they did kids when we were have young. Sex,
3: kids don't drink. No, yeah, it's a big like, thing. It's a huge it's like thing. Like abstaining. From you're starting. The yeah, you're starting have to we see. We've come
4: full circle. We've come full circle. That being sober and abstinence is actually cool. Is actually cool because
2: <laughs> it's like you turn on the. I mean, if you're 16 years old, you turn on the news every day, and somebody's overdosing on this, and drug traffickers this, Dude, and cops not, are corrupt, and politicians are corrupt. That kids are just.
4: It's wild, they, times. they'd
2: rather sit around on their phones with like three buddies than throw huge keggers in high school like we went to as kids. Hey, honestly, like that's a real movement now. <laughs> Just
4: hey, Tom wants to get drunk this weekend. What a nerd! What a nerd! Loser,
2: do <laughs> you know you're gonna grow up to be
4: a nobody? Well, gosh, I honestly, Joey is I tell your parents, but I want you to fail. Joey's got five years till he's in high school. Oh, Joey, years are lit. Do, do not say that. <laughs> Do not say that. Isn't it? I'm hoping that that is the cool thing to do by then. I think it will. I think it
2: is. Straight I think edge. it is. I mean, kids are always going to be doing that stuff, but I think that's the reality is that you don't want to waste hey, your time. Waste your mind. Be straight edge. Just don't don't be religious, too. Yeah, just, yeah, just don't shove it in <laughs> my face. Let me go do my fentanyl on my own. Oh All right, that'll do, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week. We'll check in on Major League Baseball as we always do. See Wouldn't if there's end. anything hot. Wouldn't end. That's how we do it. That's <laughs> how we do it. For Joseph Fisher, Jordan Schultz, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I'd do. Black fentanyl. No. no, no, no.